Wow. This place is amazing. I'm in awe, honestly. I'm just... Wow. I'm speechless. It's a Sam's Club. I've never seen anything like it before. You've never been to, like, a Costco or... Who are you, Sam? And what does it take to become a member of your exclusive inner circle? Just, like, a membership fee. I didn't even know you could buy Frosted Flakes in a box that big. Do you want the Frosted Flakes? No, the tiger freaks me out. He's too human. And, like, for an anthropomorphic tiger, he's really buff. Yeah, it's a little ironic that their whole advertising campaign is about physical fitness when they're literally selling crunchy sugar. Yeah, right? I mean, they have frosted in the name. Also, who chose the word flake? I don't want to eat a flake. I think it comes from cornflakes. Flake just makes me think of danger flakes. Ew! Why would you say that? I'll never eat a frosted flake again. Were you going to anyway? I might have. Wow, that is a big box of goldfish. Okay, uh, I've got some actual food to pick up. Can I trust you to entertain yourself in the snack aisle? The snack that smiles back goldfish. Okay, great. I'll take that as a yes, so please don't go anywhere. Gushers? My dad never let me have gushers. I wonder how, like, ushy-gushy gushers actually are. Like, how much gush is in them? I mean, also, I was pretty scared of Gushers because I thought they were going to turn my head into fruit like they did in those horrifying early 2000s commercials. I'm pretty sure they exploded, too. Or maybe that was Airheads. Or it could have been Butterfinger, where they were like, I'll never let you lay a finger on my Butterfinger, and then they just, like, beat the shit out of you. I mean, I always wanted them because all the other kids at school had them, and I didn't. Mel? Mel, can we get the... Oh. Mel? Not again. Strong Branch Productions presents The Stench of Adventure, Episode 7, The Core of Activism. I heard you were talking to Scottbot the other day. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's there for, right? Yes, but he tells me you tried to tell him he might have feelings. Yeah, I think he might. You can't tell him that. It's making him stressed. You see, that's a feeling. Not necessarily. Yes, it is. Believe me, I know feelings. I've had a lot of them. I can tell. I just think that if Scott is sentient, then I think He's he, not. He has a right to know. Stella, Scott is a crucial part of the raccoon's functionality. If his circuitry gets... overloaded, there's no telling what might happen. So you're saying he might be sentient, but you don't want him to know? Not at all. I'm just saying that we skimped a little when buying Scott's software, so he's not the most advanced. Still, he does an important duty when we near a black hole. I mean, imagine if he hadn't been focused yesterday when yes, you I remember. very foolishly... That could have been a disaster. I know. 
We can't afford for our AI to go into an existential crisis. Wait, but you do realize that he can't have an existential crisis unless he has feelings, right? No. No, I don't realize that. But I mean he- Stella, stop confusing Scott. He is not a smart computer. That's because he's actually pretty- That's an order from your captain. Yes, captain. Good. What's up for today, Scott? According to the schedule, your next stop is collection at Spunglestrum. Oh, no. Yes! Finally! What's Spunglestrum? The capital city. The capital city of what? No, it's the capital city. Sorry, I'm confused. Okay, so you know what cities are like. Yeah, horrible cesspools filled with disease and filth. Exactly. So why would every country on every planet want one? So some planets adopted to outsource their city. What, like put their capital city on another planet? Yep. So instead of having to deal with a bunch of nasty cities, we only have to deal with a single planet that is one giant, really nasty city. That sounds like a nightmare. It is. Yeah, for boring people. For the rest of us, Spunglestrum is the only place where anything really exciting happens. Murders, theft, time manipulation crimes, drugs, gambling, illegal cloning, all that fun stuff. None of that sounds fun. It's not. Maybe I should just stay on board. It's... I get lost easily. I'm sure you'll be fine. Unfortunately for Spunglestrum, we all need to go out and do collection. <sighs> I don't like it any more than you do. Why is it that of all people on this crew, I have the most in common with the giant snail? Do you also like to play checkers? I do. Finally, someone who can move the pieces for me. I've always wanted to play checkers, but I've never had the hands. Spunglestrum, like many cities, had endless lists of song and stories and poems written about it, all by people who have never actually been to Spunglestrum. One of the most iconic pop singles in the galaxy was Take Me to Spunglestrum, written by teen sensation Billy Quasar. Though when his manager actually fulfilled his wish and took him to Spunglestrum to perform a concert, he was tragically killed in a knife fight. It wasn't actually a knife fight that he was involved in, but knife fights in Spunglestrum have a tendency to spill over. Spunglestrum is, in fact, a terrible place, like most cities, and no one who has ever visited it has been inspired to write a song about it. In fact, the closest thing to a poem Spunglestrum has ever inspired anyone to write is a eulogy, and it's actually inspired a lot of those because of the sheer number of stabbings. Stella would have benefited from an understanding of just how dangerous Spunglestrum could be, but of course, the crew of the raccoon neglected to tell her. Alright everyone, this is a big planet with multiple pickup sites, so we're going to need everyone on trash collection duty. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Can't we show Stella around a bit first? Last time we let Stella explore, she almost got sucked into a black hole. <clears throat> Her own. Well, it's funny you say that, because the way I remember it, someone was put in charge of looking after Stella. But, you know, it's the weirdest thing. I can't remember who. Excellent point, Baz. Buttercup has proved to be irresponsible. 
For this trip, you will be looking after Stella. What? And between the two of us, I think maybe you should look after Buttercup as well. To make sure she doesn't... Hey! You got it, your captainliness. You cannot call me that. Yes, I can. Though Stella didn't know she was venturing into one of the seediest cities in the galaxy, she was being led through it by one of the seediest people in the galaxy, so the forces of seediness cancelled each other out, and for the time being, she was safe. Blissfully unaware of the organized and more often disorganized crime that was happening all around her, Stella followed Baz and Buttercup down the dirty streets of Spunglestrum, everyone's capital city. Okay, come on, Stella. This is the perfect opportunity for you to learn about all the species you've never seen before. Um, okay. What's that? That guy's a plush beast. Hmm. I don't know if I like them. Why not? Too... fleshy? What about... that guy? That's a spaghetti man. Spaghetti? Like the food? You want a food called spaghetti? Yeah. Long noodles, just like... Well, just like that guy. Ew, that is so weird. So, should we start collecting trash? Yeah, yeah, in a minute. But first... Buttercup! Where is she going? The first place she always goes when we arrive in the city. Is this what casinos look like on Earth? Actually, it's pretty similar. There are a few things I don't recognize. This one has all the basics. All the classic card games, poker, blackjack, socialism, and all the other games too. A slot machine, roulette, Russian roulette. Ugh! Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that one. But we're not here to play games. We're just here to make sure that Buttercup doesn't- Hit me! And the cat stays in another round. Oh, fuck. I've got a loaded diaper with a three-way hopscotch. Oh, no! Looks like you really got me. If only I had a- BAM! 736s with a cherry on top. I don't understand this game at all. Come to mama, baby. Fuck, I had one job and I already failed? All right, who's next? Sorry if this is a weird question, but, um, does Buttercup have a gambling addiction? Buttercup has a lot of problems. She hasn't been doing so well since she was kicked out of engineering school. Well, actually, she wasn't doing well before that either, which is why she got kicked out. What happened? Well, as you may have noticed, she has a tendency to be a little aggressive. Yeah, I got that. Wait, did she really claw someone's eyes out? What? Oh no, of course not. Good. Only one eye. Are you serious? She was a great mechanic though. Cats usually are. They can fit into tight places and they're very nimble. But no one wanted to hire the infamous former pupil of one-eyed Professor McGrew. So she was hired by a trash collection ship. Exactly. You know, for someone who scammed their way onto the ship in the first place, you really got to know the crew well. Uh, I don't know whether I should take that as a compliment or just a statement, uh, but I mean, of course, I had to as a part of the con. Right, as a part of the con. I had to seem like I was becoming their friend. But you weren't? I mean, you know, I don't really make friendships. I travel too much. Because... A while back, you were calling me best friend. It's a thing that I say. 
okay? It doesn't mean anything. So why are you still on the ship? Oh, I mean, whatever the package I lost was, it was super valuable. I got paid a pretty large advance, so when I didn't return with it, let's just say I probably shouldn't show my face in any of my old circles anymore. So you're hiding? Uh, pretty much. And who would look that closely at the raccoon? No one pays attention to where their garbage goes. No one wants to. We're practically invisible. Huh. What? Nothing. It's just, well, sometimes it feels like I've gone my whole life being practically invisible. It feels, I don't know, ironic. I get to live an adventure that I spent my childhood dreaming of, but still I'm just- Hey, Buttercup! Not the Russian roulette. That is where I draw the line. Invisible. <sighs> okay, I'm sure I can find something fun to do in the city. Yeah, I'm sure I can. Hey. Who? You, yeah. Me? Yeah, you. You want to get cloned? No, I'm fine, thank you. I like it when there's only one of me. Sometimes I think even that's a little too much. You wanna buy some sex? Oh, um, is that a drug? No, but if drugs are what you want... No, I don't want any drugs either. Oh, then why'd you ask? I'd like to be leaving here now, please. Ooh, sorry. Hey, you looking to get killed? Please don't kill me. No, I'm not threatening you. It's a service I offer. I'm a freelance murderer. Would you like me to kill you? My prices are very reasonable. Um, I'll think about it. I mean, no. No, I'm good. Uh, thanks for the offer, though. Of course. I'm always happy to offer my services. Hey, you looking for a club tonight? What kind of club? Like a chess club? What? No, not a chess club. Oh, you meant like a- It's a knitting club. Wait, yes. Please, please take me off of these streets into the knitting club. Got a new member for you. Oh, um, hi. Is that a talking human? I've never spoken to one before. Yeah. I know it's a little weird, but for what it's worth, I've never spoken to a flesh beast before either, so we're in the same boat. Oh, you are a delight. What is your name? Stella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Stella, uh, welcome to our little gang. My name is Jorb. This is Bill. Hi there. And this is Jaundice. Greetings. Thanks for letting me in. I was getting really scared out there on the streets, so honestly, I was really thankful to hear the club promoter promoting a knitting club. Though that's a pretty weird club to be promoting now that I think about it. Yeah, uh, that's just our front. Oh, so you're not a knitting club? Nope. What are you? We are the Renegades! Wait, like the terrorist organization? 
Now, who has been calling us that? Bill, was it you? What? No, I, I never said that. No, that's just, like, what people call you? Well, we don't do any kind of terror. We are community organizers. But you guys set the fire on Trashland. No, we... Oh my god. D did one of you do that? Did someone set a fire? I like fires. I think we all need a reminder of our new slogan. Remember... We, we don't, don't do, do arson anymore. Now, to business. Whose week was it to bring snacks? Are you people kidding me? How are we supposed to organize if we can't organize a decent snack rotation? I have made a big mistake. Hey, Baz. Where have you been? Collecting trash, like we're supposed to do for our job. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I totally forgot about that. What have you been doing? Captain told me to keep an eye on Buttercup, and <laughs> it is more difficult than expected. What do you mean? She claimed that the snail over there was counting cards, which ended up being really awkward because it turned out he couldn't count. Yeah. I can't count either. Really? On Florida, we have no need for numbers. So why would a snail play blackjack? We like to feel included. Where did she get to now? Looks like she's at the bar licking vodka out of a water bowl. Shit! We're not supposed to let her drink! Well... Everybody needs to drink. No! I mean, look at her tiny cat body. Do you know how much alcohol it takes for her to absolutely lose control? I don't know. How much alcohol? My eye! Okay, time to intervene. Listen, I should probably be going. What do you mean? You just got here. You're our newest member. What? No, I don't... I don't really want to be a part of a terror... I don't really want to be a community organizer. Uh-oh, looks like someone is complacent with their oppression. No, no, that's not it at all. I mean, believe me, I'm mad about my oppression too. You want to know why I'm the only talking human you've ever seen? Because the politicians made me and two others as a joke, and then raised us in a simulation, and then they told me that my whole world was fake, and then they killed the only other real intelligent humans right in front of my face. Wow. Now that is abuse of power, if I ever heard it. Yeah, so you don't get to tell me that I'm complacent. I'm not. I'm just... I'm trying to get some form of a life back. Don't you want to fight back? <laughs> I mean, sure, I do. But they're immortal. What can we really do? Well, everyone says they're immortal, but we don't have proof. Um, isn't the fact that none of them have died proof? Well, none of them have died yet. We can't know that none of them have died because none of us live long enough to tell. So you're saying they lied about being immortal and, and taught false history just so they could stay in power? 
But how could they do that? How could the politicians lie? Someone's getting radicalized. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not getting radicalized. I'm just saying that that's wrong. All radicalization really is, is recognizing that bad things are wrong. So why don't you join us, Stella? Like you said, they destroyed your whole world, so you have nothing left to lose. I... I don't know. I just got hired to the crew of this spaceship, and I really like them. We have this job collecting trash, and... Oh, wait. I'm supposed to be collecting trash right now. So, you're a wage slave. No, I'm not. I like my job. Well, I mean... I like the people at my job. It's complicated. I don't want to overthrow the government. Oh, but, but, but don't you? A little? Okay, a little. But not enough to leave the only people in the universe who might care about me. Well, we care about you, Stella. You do? Of course. Radical love is at the core of activism. You know, sometimes I don't know what your guys' words mean, but I like it. So you'll join us? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with a no on that one. I mean, aren't you guys, like, technically criminals? Oh, yeah. Why? I don't think I could lead a life of crime. I'm too delicate emotionally. But, but sensitivity is at the core of activism. Wow. I'm learning so much about what's at the core of activism. Uh, but no, I can't. I'm sorry. I need to get back to the raccoon. I understand. But before you go, please, do you have any suggestions for our movement? You see, community organizing is actually really data-driven. A lot of people don't know that. So, um, any feedback for us? Well, a new slogan, maybe? What's wrong with the one we have? Well, saying we don't do arson anymore implies that you used to do arson. But we did. Yeah, but maybe you don't want people to know that? Oh. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Public image. Wait, so we're changing the slogan? I already made t-shirts! It's okay, we can donate them. You did your best, and that's all that matters. So if you guys are so sweet, why are people so afraid of you? We're proposing change, and a change people don't understand. People are afraid of both of those things. Also, there's the fact that we used to do arson. That too, but that's just how revolutions are born. Through arson? No, well, sometimes. Uh, through getting the public eye, and then once you have it, using the spotlight to send a message. It, it was the last part of that that we kind of uh, messed up. <laughs> now, people think all we do is go around committing crimes. Well, I don't think that anymore. I think you guys are pretty cool. Oh, thanks, Stella. That means a lot. 
As Stella departed from the meeting that was not in fact a knitting club, the rest of the crew met up outside the raccoon, where it was wedged awkwardly between two buildings. It was not Puppet's best parking job, but there's very little parking space on a planet that's entirely a city, unless you have the money for it, which the crew of the raccoon did not. Alright, are we all met? Buttercup got into a bar fight, but I managed to extract her. Excellent, and Stella? What about her? You were supposed to keep her from getting lost in the city. Um... You had one job! Yeah, to keep Buttercup out of trouble, and I did it. I also tasked you with looking after Stella. You had two jobs! Well, that's one job too many! Hey, I can keep myself out of trouble. I need to pull you off of that guy's face. He was the one in trouble, not me. I was the trouble. Have we already lost our newest member of the crew? Do we need a new doctor already? I'm sure we can find her. In this city, we'll be lucky if we find her body. Hey guys! Stella? Thanks for showing me the way, comrades. No problem, Stella. Come back any time. You are a riot. Oh, Bill, you flatter me. Safe travels. You stay out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, right. Classic. Buttercup was worried about you. No, I wasn't. Puppet was worried about you. It's true. I was. Guys, it was fine. My new friends showed me the way back. Yeah, who were those guys? The renegades. What? What? Look, I know how it sounds, but they're not like people think they are. At all. They're just community organizers. They were just saying that to fool you. I don't know. I'm not easily fooled. Stella, remind me how you got onto the raccoon in the first place. Well, Baz told me that... Um... I see your point. Stella, you need to stop getting recruited to do things that you don't understand. But you were the first person to recruit me. Yeah, and look where it got you. I can't believe I have to say this to my doctor, but Stella, no more fraternizing with terrorists. They're not terrorists. I bet that's what they told you. Yeah, because it's true. People only think that because they used to do arson, but they don't anymore. Huh. Maybe that is a good slogan. And so Stella decided, at the behest of the crew, that she wouldn't engage with the Renegades ever again. Of course, like most things in Stella's life, this was not at all up to her. The Stench of Adventure is a Strong Branch production. It is written and directed by Alex Kingsley and produced by Grace Griego. The voice of Stella was Grace Griego. The voice of Mel was Sammy Birchall. The voice of Baz was Josie Ross. The voice of Buttercup was Cameron Slosky. The voice of Scott Bot was Wesley Hahn. The voice of Theed was Bailey Montgomery. The voice of Puppet was Jake Channinson. The voice of Gerald was John Kingsley. The voice of the Captain was Alex Kingsley. The voice of Jorb was Alexander Sheldon. The voice of Jaundice was Claire Yordy. The voice of Bill was E.K. Brickner. The voices of the street vendors were Sammy Birchall, E.K. Brickner, John Kingsley, and Juliet Kingsley. And the narrator was Alexander Sheldon. Original music by Alex Kingsley. For more information or just to say hi, visit our website at www.strongbranchproductions.com, join our Discord community, follow our Twitter at StrongBranchPro, or email us at contact at strongbranchproductions.com. If you want to support our show, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. <laughs>